0: Guest analyst this afternoon, Brad Paulson, president of Northern Crops Marketing and Investments. It was kind of a down day here, how we ended up here with these grains after being kind of two-sided and mixed most of the session.
1: Yeah, we, you know, being are down double digits here after the noon weather maps did show. Added some more rain in for Brazil. It stayed a lot of growth, so, uh, you know, it's been hit pretty hard. It's one of the biggest soybean producers down there. Uh, they figure their yields are down 20% or 5 to 8 million metric ton. And I have seen some pictures down there. I mean, they, they look pretty tough, a lot of dried leaves and stuff like that, poor stands. Some of the fields are being worked down, but, uh, you know, that was the early fields. The later fields are better, and, and most of the other states around there got really nice-looking beans. So, you know, you're still probably looking at a 150-plus crop down there. You know, Argentina is going to have a big recovery from last year's production, so uh, you know, it's something to be concerned about or talk about, but it's not a, a, a you know, a train wreck by any means down there.
0: Yeah, and I think too, it may have more of an impact on this corn market, uh, come January, February, I suppose.
1: It could, yeah. And Then of course we got the crop report, January twelfth. Uh, you know, we're looking probably for lower wheat acres. It's probably going to be the. One of the main themes of that report is RMA, risk, you know, crop insurance people put out numbers this week that winter wheat acres could be down a million and a half to two million, which kind of everybody was thinking anyway, as last year that crop insurance for winter wheat really attracted the acres, and uh, that's why we had such a big crop of wheat. But uh, also, uh, the country of France. Wheat, winter wheat acres are down about 10, 11 percent due to the extremely wet fall they had, and those are the lowest wheat acres that uh, you know they'll be seeding for uh, you know quite a few years, 20, 30 years. So, so the wheat story does kind of get a little more interesting as we go forward here, but uh, you know we need to see some demand. The demand went to uh, Russia again. Egypt bought all Russian wheat here this week again, which was kind of anticipated also. But uh, you know we're kind of in this holiday trade, uh, low volume, volatile trade right now.
0: How about livestock? What happened there then?
1: Well, we had a pretty good recovery. We closed near Monday's highs in both the feeder cattle and live cattle. Up two fifty-five in the feeders, two twenty-five seventy-five in the March. uh, Live cattle up a buck and a half ish at one seventy thirty in the Febs. Uh, We do have cattle on feed report on Friday. You know the numbers should start decreasing as we get into the new year again. Uh, We'll see what those numbers say Friday afternoon. Also, a hog and pig report Friday afternoon, so that would be a big deal for the hogs. Cash market looks uh, kind of steady. There was some 169, 170 trade yesterday. Most of the offers are in that 172 area. And the cash markets on the feeder cattle are still quite strong and quite a bit higher than what the futures are.
0: Anything else we need to be aware of we're talking about?
1: market's been kind of volatile too with the you know, disruptions in the Middle East. Uh, we're up just a few cents in crude now, but we were up a buck and a half earlier. Uh, we did see the inventory numbers today. Uh, there was a build across the board, 2.9 million barrels of crude build, 2.7 of gasoline, and about a million and a half of uh, distillates. So uh, after that came out, you know, we did see the energy market back off a little bit here today.
0: Brad Paulson, Northern Crops Marketing and Investments.